Welcome, Cosmic Toolbox. This is a big week. It's the weekly forecast. <laughs> weekly forecast. Uh, it's a big week, and this contains our new moon and total solar eclipse in Gemini that is happening on Thursday, June 10th. It's here somehow. Somehow it is June. <laughs> somehow it's the middle of June, almost. Uh, so here we are. Now, Sunday, June 6th, the moon is moving into Taurus. And as we have that moon move into Taurus, we have some other really grounding energies um, uh, in the ethers. I want to remind everyone this is a power day, 6-6, the sixth day of the sixth month. Um, if you get into numerology, we're also in a five universal year. So this is an opportunity to really do some heart opening get in touch with your um, inner lover, right? And with the moon being in Taurus, it's an excellent time because Taurus is ruled by Venus. And Venus is our binding force, our harmonic affections, our inner love, our inner beauty. Um, and it gives us that beautiful yin relationship with Mars and with the sun. And it gets us into the mode of eclipsing and new moon and getting our of, you know, emotional affairs in order. Right. And so another really cool thing about today is that we are literally like halfway through the manifestation cycle of our 2021 new year's intentions. And so we should be seeing some of the things that we put out there as our intentions for the new year, we should start seeing this. Um, this new moon is a good time to reaffirm some of those intentions. So you might want to go back. Remember, we set massive intentions with the winter solstice, and we will reevaluate some of those in solstice intentions when we get to the um, summer solstice. And so June as a blanket energy is really giving us this reevaluation, re affirming confirmation type energy for us to utilize. So a solar eclipse is an excellent time to plant intentions that will have three times the energy attached to it. And so it's like a super hyped up new moon. And in that way, we need to take it very seriously. So we kick off the week in a power day of sixes, all about the heart, all about, um, you know, really sort of beginning again, right? As, as we hit the reset, I always think of eclipses as resets. You want to sort of get into that um, awareness that we're about to hit that little, <laughs> hit that little reset. And when you think of the number six, you want to think of harmony. Six is like the energy of harmony, that three, six, nine, that, you know, spiral energy, um, the mathematics of the universe. So think of six as the balancer. It's higher frequency. It brings people together. Very Venus, very great time to have the moon in Taurus. Um, family is always a top priority for that six energy. So really spend some time, like getting into a flow. It will, everything you put into, to love and community and your home and opening your heart will be returned like threefold. It's just that kind of energy that we're putting out and then we will be getting it back as well. So then we hit Monday and Monday will be like, you'll, you feel this new moon reset coming. You're going to be ready. Almost like that 
um, you know, you have a vacation coming on Thursday. And so you're ready by Monday (laughs) and you're already having a hard time focusing at work. You're already not in the mood to clean your house. You're ready to be in that hotel. You're ready to be somebody else cooking that kind of energy. You're probably already feeling it in relation to this new moon. We did the cosmic workshop we did on cosmic rhythm. This is a great time Sunday with that moon in Taurus, that power day in six Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, as we go into this new moon, this is a good time to be setting up an altar, an ancestor altar, a spiritual altar, a personal altar. This is the time to be creating something like that with the intention that you're going to set your intentions and you'll have something there on your altar. And it's a good time to kickstart that kind of a practice. It will have good legs. It'll get good roots right here under moon and Taurus. We also have Saturn retrograde underneath all of this Saturn is squaring off with Uranus again, June 14th, just four days outside of that new moon solar eclipse, which means it's still within the energy of that new moon solar eclipse because it's three to five days. Um, Saturn is squaring off on the 14th. So we still have this energy of Saturn going back over everything, going over the lay of the land and the foundation and checking things, you know, are you using this? What's this for? What's that over here? Right? Why, why'd you make this decision? And so if you feel like things have been halted for you, some things may start to progress quite quickly as we get to the eclipse because the eclipse is making it happen. Or the opposite might be true for you. So be aware, right? You might've been moving and grooving and all of a sudden feel like, boom, you hit a wall. It's because Saturn's there. Like, are you sure about this? And, and you're going to have to work out some of that old energy versus the new Now today, the moon's into Gemini. When the moon moves into Gemini on Tuesday, you're going to feel it. All of a sudden we will be within the new moon solar eclipse energy. It just like energy speeds up, emotion speeds up. It almost feels like time speeds up. Um, so as the moon moves into Gemini on Tuesday, I would expect that all of you're going to be working those new moon intentions. You're going to be working those new moon feelings. You're going to be dealing with it, right? You'll be 48 hours away from the new moon solar eclipse. Cause it happens early in the morning. Um, and the shift will be very, very physical. Everyone's going to feel this one. Um, so starting on Tuesday, really be digging deep. If you have an outburst, a breakdown or whatever, really go deep with it. Why, why remember to ask yourselves the questions, why do I feel this way? When have I felt this way before? Who else in my life has felt this way? Who in my life has caused me to have this reaction before? Um, What is the true emotion that I'm feeling? It's almost like a who, what, when, where, and why, right? That whole processing. You really want to get into that. Who, Who did this to me before? Has anyone ever done this to me before? Have I ever done this to somebody else before? Um, You know, and even it's even when you feel really justified, You still have to do this process because it's coming up around the eclipse for a reason. So if you get into this big drop down, you know, drag out argument over a bag of trash with a teen or a husband or something like that, I'm picking something I don't actually fight about. (laughs) So this isn't a self, this isn't a self-assessment. We quit fighting about garbage bags a long time ago, but um, actually when I did this shadow work processing with the, with the garbage bags. So, um, 
you know, and I'll, I'll share that with you. So when I used to get upset with my husband, I said, why did you not take this garbage out? Look at this garbage. You know, what kind of life have you lived where this is acceptable and who raised you to be this way? And I would be so rude. And then one, and then I was doing shadow work and I, and the garbage bags came up and this was years ago. Now this was like 2016. And I was like, why am I acting this way? Who has said this to me before? And instantly, right. It's my mother would do the same thing to me. And I remember being a kid and I would think if you're so offended by it, take it out yourself. Right. And I had that moment and I'm like, Oh yeah. Why can't I just take that out myself? I work, (laughs) my body works. (laughs) Why, why am I doing this? Right. And, and then what's really funny is that I just started taking out the trash myself. And now Kira takes out the trash or takes out it. No, it ceased to be an issue. It like literally did quit. It was something who knows why it was there, but really it just stopped. And even now I'll say, Oh, that trash looks full. I'm going to take that out. And, you know, Kira will say, Oh, I can do it. Or Jared says, no, I'll do it. Or Olive's in the other room. I can do it. And it's like, suddenly we have this whole different dynamic because I'm not being a bear about it all the time. So what's interesting though, is that I was justified. The trash was gross and I was doing 15 other things and they could have done it. And, but so could I, and is it worth the damage to the relationship? That's what, one of the things like, why do I feel this way? When have I felt this way? Why, who else made me feel this way? Have I made somebody else feel this way? And then, and processing through That's the work of leading to a new moon when you have this Mars opposite Pluto energy and you have a Mercury retrograde squaring Neptune. It's just a bag of trash, but it's triggering you for a reason. And this is time for shadow work. This is shadow work season we're in with Pluto retrograde. So it's not the bag of trash. It's if the bag of trash is triggering you to act in a way you don't want to act. So do you want to be the kind of person that's mad about the trash? If so, then maybe you're justified. Go ahead. Right. But if you look at the behavior and you think, oh, I would not choose to be this way, but I'm just so overwhelmed or I'm just so triggered by it, or it gets me so angry. That's the shadow work. That's the job. So whatever shows up in your life, especially between Tuesday and Saturday, run it through some shadow work. It takes 20 minutes to journal about it. It takes 30 seconds to think about it. Honestly, most shadow work, I feel like now after I've done it a few years, I can run through a shadow work process in about 60 seconds and feel like I know exactly why I'm acting the way you get to, it's like a muscle, right? Um, And so you just want to be doing the processing anytime you feel real justified too, right? That's usually the trigger, especially with Mars and cancer, because is emotional and, and, you know, like, and real wounded and that Mercury retrograde squaring off with Neptune. So you're going to feel real justified. And that's usually that trigger, right? Like you, you are so much better than the person that you're thinking about, or you're so mad. And, you know, that's the time to really take, take it and look at it and work your new moon intentions. And that for this eclipse, work it with what's coming up for you, right? Like if you have stuff coming up for you, And it's so very clear that this stuff is emotionally charged for you. Don't go plant some new moon seed intention for something that has nothing to do with what's coming up for you, because that's not your, that's, that's not what you're here for. It's like, if all, 
year long, you were working your land and preparing your land to grow watermelon. And so then it's the season to grow watermelon and it's the time to put the watermelon in the, in the, in the ground and everywhere you look like the soil's perfect for watermelon. Everything's great. Blah, 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 blah. And then the last minute you're like, yeah, okay. So I see I'm supposed to grow watermelon. I see that watermelon would serve my community the most. I see watermelon would make me the most happy. I'm hearing about watermelon. Everyone wants to buy watermelon, all this stuff about watermelon. I'm going to plant some seeds for these tomatoes. It ain't the season for tomato seeds, right? Like you want to be aware that you're not trying to make your life something other than what it is. Be where your feet are. What is your life now? If you are a rage beast, stop having new moon intentions that you're going to be calm, cool, collected, and organized. If you are an emotional meltdown mess, don't make new moon intentions that you are going to be, you know, um, firm, direct, and not sensitive, right? Like you have to work with what you've got, work with what you've got. And, and so one of the ways in which I've done this and I'll share an experience, I used to have major rage at the forefront of my life. Rage was Jared would say my default emotion was rage. And so when I'd get mad, he'd say, what are you really feeling, Jen? Are you hungry? Are you sleepy? Do you, do you need a break? Um, you know, are you sad? are you lonely? Right? Like, what are we really working with here? And so what I would often get angry about is that I felt powerless and I didn't feel like I had somewhere to put my energy. And so I would just get mad and go on these rants or be angry with people. And so really evaluate where you are. So in that way, my new moon intentions, when I was working through my rage during shadow work season, my new moon intentions became helping. I wanted to find a way to channel this anger to, and put it to good use, right? Because anger is a positive emotion. We can do something with it. So a positive way to channel this fiery energy, work with what you've got, and you will start to see things manifest so quickly because you're accepting who you are and you're assimilating who you are. And you're not trying to banish parts of your soul right? You're, you're asking every bit and every part of you to come along on the journey. That's when you become more effective. And that's when you integrate. And the the whole week starts off on this power six, six day, this harmonizer, right? That doesn't mean you have to turn into a yogi master that never has emotion. It means how can you harmonize your life? How can you harmonize your emotions, where your feet are, your heart as it exists today, not as you wish it to exist in the future. And as you start to live your life and you start to incorporate and not shame parts of yourself, you will manifest faster. You will have new moon intentions come to fruition. You will feel like you're moving along with your energy. And it's interesting. I just had to have a pep talk with Kira this morning. She's got a big performance today um, at 2 p.m. And she was like, I just think I'm, I'm just so nervous. I'm just so nervous. And I stopped and I said, take a deep breath and ask yourself, are you nervous? Is it truly anxiety or is it excitement? And she closed her eyes and she took a deep breath and she opened her eyes and she was like, you are right. I'm excited. And I said, you're excited. I said, you're so excited. I said, it took me 20 years to realize that my anxiety was excitement all wrapped up with nowhere to go. Like 
get, you're excited. And I said, and when I get on stage and talk in front of a thousand people, I'm never nervous anymore. I'm just excited. It's excitement. You're feeling in your chest. Right. And she's like, oh, I am so excited. I'm going to go get ready. I'm going to, will you do my hair? And then it became an excited energy and, and we're moving with it. Right. So take who are you and what are you actually feeling and make sure you're, you're, you're assessing that. Um, with the solar eclipse, it's very important that you take Tuesday and Wednesday to get it together. You're on the verge of this major, major reset, major breakthrough, major doorway where we're just, mo- we're going to move through it. So anything you want to lead with, anything you want to take into the next six months to the next eclipse season, move through it with confidence, get it together, journal, meditate every day set up an altar, right? (laughs) This is the time. This is the time we've been waiting for because we just are moving, 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 moving. And with the eclipse, I'll, I'll do a little bit more eclipse, um, education also on my Instagram, but this is integration of our dark and our light, right? This is integration of that yin and yang, that head and heart, like the whole head, heart, and hands, thinking something, loving something and doing something with it. This is time to take on your power. This is a sacred alignment. You want to really understand everything that's moving together. Now with this, it, it, it is not a super easy aspect either, right? So if you look at the chart for the new moon solar eclipse, it's a tense one. Um, we have the sun is opposite the moon, which is, you know, new moon <laughs> and it's happening near the North, uh, the North node in Gemini. And so that's why the eclipse is happening, but Mercury is also opposite the moon. Mercury is opposite the sun. Oh, I'm trying to get in the sun and the moon and Mercury are all squaring off with Neptune. We have Uranus squaring off with Saturn. It's an intense, intense time. And so as we are getting into this space, we want to deal with that intense time and we want to understand it might feel wild. It may feel totally wild on Thursday. You might feel like you can't sense the top from the bottom, right? Like, communications are crazy during the solar eclipse, right? It has confusion, misinformation, misunderstanding, paranoia, deceit, right? It's, but we've also got some stuff to boost that, that confidence, um, and, and to have the discernment that we need. However, we have the sun is conjunct mercury retrograde. And so thinking and communications and bursts in personal interactions. And, and it just could get really intense. It's, it's one of those things where, um, solar eclipses are always intense, but a solar eclipse that's happening conjunct mercury retrograde is a little bit more intense than normal. Right. And you could really have ecliptic thinking, you could literally deceive yourself so much because of that Mercury retrograde with the solar eclipse conjunct Mercury retrograde. It's like, literally you could eclipse good reason and just go with the bad decision, right? So really be aware, be clear, think yourself through, think yourself through, right? Think it all through because this eclipse is square Neptune. It's distorting everything. Probably nothing is what you think it is. 
And that's just fact. Like, just be aware that probably nothing that you experience is actually what you think it is. So just beware. Um, think twice, communicate once, be direct, right? There could be a lot of anxiety. There could be delays. There could be all that communication breakdown that happens with mercury retrograde. Try to not react too intensely. Be calm, take breaths, meditate, journal. The solar eclipse square Neptune weakens us, right? It's just a weakening. It, it hits our vitality. So no hard work. <laughs> um, Thursday morning is not a time to be doing physical labor. It's not a time to, time to try to initiate a really big project. You could feel really guilty about those decisions, but it's just not the time. Um, you could also start to suffer mentally, physically. You know, that hypochondria could sink in. Um, there could be, a, there anytime there's this kind of a hit to vitality during a pan pandemic, I would expect to see something somewhere. Um, because that Mercury square Neptune also is just, it could really lead people to make poor decisions about their safety, right? As well during a pandemic. So it might, might make people think, you know what? It was probably no big deal. I think the Fauci emails are a prime example of this Mercury retrograde square Neptune. Um, they say it's like the Rorschach test you read the emails and some people take away some crazy conspiracy confirmation and other people read them and are like, yeah, we knew all this. This was all things we knew. Um, <laughs> so it's like, you can really see the paranoia at, at, at play. And I think it could cause people to make some real bold decisions. They wouldn't make otherwise and regret them. So make decisions that you've thought through multiple times, avoid the scandals. Don't lie. No lies. Remember spiral. Anyone in spiral knows in your notebook, I think I wrote it down. Um, I also talked about it in the vibe check, uh, workshop, no lies. Gemini ain't here for no liars. They're the only ones that are allowed to lie, <laughs> but Gemini's, they don't tolerate it. They don't believe it. And if they think you've lied to them, they will absolutely die on the hill trying to out you, right? You must not lie ever, right? There's no reason to lie. Just be who you are and say what you say and mean it. I said what I said and move on, right? No lies. But especially during the solar eclipse, they will come back to bite you, even little white lies. So if you, if somebody's like, oh, do you want to get dinner? And you're like, yeah. And it's a lie. It's going to come out. It's going to be dumb. Just don't lie take a deep breath, say, no, I don't want to go out to dinner. <laughs> Just don't lie. No lies. It could be really, it could, one tiny little thing could turn into something big. And that's what I would expect with these conspiracy theories. I think little things are going to be, you know, culty, weird, energetic vampire-y. It's gross. Try to avoid it. Saturn square Uranus is all in that mix bring in that restrictive old versus new. We have some fixed our um, activations with um, some, <laughs> some stars. When I say some stars, there's like probably 10 different stars that are really um, being activated by this new moon solar eclipse, right? And they're um, kind of intense. And so there is like some Mars Mercury energy. I would expect a lot of action, a lot of communication, whether it's good or not. The fixed star Bellatrix is being activated, 
right? And it's the fixed star Bellatrix is actually conjunct, like Mercury retrograde is conjunct the fixed star Bellatrix, right? Because fixed star doesn't move. Um, and so this is where we, we're not lying, okay? This is why. <laughs> this is that, be very honest, have a sharp tongue, make good decisions, be righteous, right? Have the energy and the discernment to move in power, right? We're not hiding. We are not hiding. We are moving in power, no lies, and we will, we will get through it, right? So just remember that, that fixed star Bellatrix is one that I have my eye on all the time. I'm always looking what significant is happening at 21 Gemini, right? Mercury retrograde is going to be at 20 Gemini, this new moon solar eclipse at 19 Gemini. And so you really got to think, you know, you got to show up. You got to use your discernment. That that female warrior spirit, I really connect to this fixed star energy. Um, also, Orion, right? That there's a lot of Orion activation happening with this solar eclipse. Um, and that's a lot of war and rebellion. And we've got the Saturn squaring Uranus. And so there's like rebellion and um, it's just going to be interest. It's going to be an interesting day. I, I keep telling my family we're staying inside solar eclipses. My grandmother raised me. You don't go underneath them. You don't go out. You don't look, you, you stay inside. The last one that was visible to us, we were in the basement we watched the replay online. Um, I don't do it. It's just, I don't do it. It's, it's a vitality sapper as it is. This one is going to be an extra vitality zapper because of that square with Neptune, Neptune, which is about to go retrograde. So remember when Neptune goes retrograde, all this wishy-washy BS that we're going through with Mercury retrograde and Saturn retrograde, Neptune's going to retrograde. We're going to be going through all this again, emotionally. So prepare yourself. This eclipse is going to be intense. Mark my words. I, I know I know this year has been intense. It just is. It's just the way it's going to feel. And so Friday, June 11th, the moon enters cancer. That's going to feel really wild because the moon was just involved in an eclipse and cancers were going to be feeling this anyway. And so the moon's going to enter cancer. We're all going to be feeling very cancer. And then at the same, the same couple hours, Mars moves into Leo until the end of July. And so then we're just going to be feeling it. You guys, that action, but then emotionally sensitive, wanting to be on stage, but feeling insecure, knowing we want to do something and take on the world, but feeling like maybe we also want to take a nap. It could feel intense, especially after this big solar eclipse. Remember, we do have an alignment on the day. Um, Sunday, June 13th, things will start to shift. We will start to have some Venus energy kicking in pretty strong. We will have Venus working with Uranus and Saturn. Um, and it's going to feel a little different. The moon will move into Leo. So the moon and Mars will be in Leo. We'll feel some more action. We'll feel like this, the, the cloud or fog is stuck starting to lift. Right. And so we'll start to see more emotional, energetic connection, community forward motion that comes on Sunday. Everybody, this is going to be a big week. Let's stay in touch with each other. Have a beautiful week, a beautiful eclipse, do your rituals spiral. This is one to not skip. Try to do it the night before the day of the day after I love you all. And we will talk soon.